my friends, Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com where you can find all of our content to uh, explore, deepen your walk with Christ. Whether you are a new believer or a seasoned saint, we hope you find resources that are beneficial to you. Whether it's uh, past shows that are um, lighthearted and entertaining for you. And hopefully get you thinking about scripture or Bible resources, worship bands, pastors, maybe you've never heard before. And as always, drop us a line. We love to hear from you. And if you care to partner with us, uh, you can click the donate now button. That's resurrectministry.com. And please like, share, subscribe, forward this um, podcast to friends that you know that may be interested. And comment like our friend Mark Kelly. Hi, Mark. Good evening from the East Coast. From the East Coast. Oh, Do we see, know we're, Mark? we're on early enough for him uh, because it's 10 o'clock. Nice. Uh, on, they're on the East Coast. Yeah, Mark's from, uh, formerly from Viseo, but now with LifeWise. He's, nice. uh, he's joined us. Um, Great. And Corrine. Corrine. Uh, we have a, a couple newer. Mark was on last time, but we have Corrine. Um, have you been on before? She said she finally caught us. Oh, nice. Nice How to have you. I don't see the Facebook pictures anymore. I don't know. Huh. It's very odd, but uh, the people that I've asked that about, they say they see it on their end. Oh, so for whatever reason, it's just our side for whatever. Hello, Cindy. Nice to see you. Hi, Cindy. Stay safe. Crazy hailstorm. She's in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. We've seen some of those storms. It is a little nutty. We're on a little bit early today uh, because uh, we had a busy day. Yes. And so we thought we'd get it done early. <laughs> Because we know we're probably going to fade when it comes <laughs> here. When it gets around nine o'clock, we're going to be um, about ready to go. Placentia. Oh, nice. indeed. Close by. All right. A neighbor. Um, all right. We're going to be reading from uh, Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon. Oh, and speaking of, Corrine, oh. I don't know if you knew that we do a home fellowship uh, oh, once yes. a month. And so if you're interested in joining us because you're local, we'd love to have you. So you could messenger either Andy and I, I don't know how you've connected to us on Facebook, but either one of us um, send us your contact details. We need a phone number. We'll add you to our text list. Um, and we'd love to have you over. Yeah. You, your husband, significant other, friend, significant other, yeah. whoever it may be. Family members alone, yeah, whatever. Uh, come on by, that would be fun. All right, um, and we're reading from Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon. Not wrong day, hold up, I gotta go back. And it's for June 15th, and the reference is Genesis 21 6 that says, Sarah said, God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. From the pen of Charles Spurgeon. For the elderly Sarah to be honored with a son was far beyond the power of nature and quite contrary to its laws. In the same way, it is beyond all the laws of nature that I, a poor, helpless, and doomed sinner, <laughs> is that supposed to be in my words? Mm -hmm. Or Charles? Doomed sinner should be given the gracious gift of the indwelling spirit of the Lord Jesus in my soul. I once was in despair and for good reason. For my old nature was as dry, withered, barren, and cursed as the windswept wilderness. Yet even I have been made to produce the fruit of holiness. May my mouth be filled with joyous laughter because of the extraordinary, surprising grace I have received from the Lord. For I have been found by Jesus, the promised seed, and he is mine forever. Today I will lift up psalms of triumph to the Lord who remembered me in my low estate, for my heart rejoices in the Lord. In the Lord my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. I desire that all those who bear of my deliverance from hell and my blessed salvation, which have come to me from heaven, would laugh for joy with me. I would love to surprise my family with my overwhelming peace, delight with my friends with my ever increasing happiness and edify God's church with my grateful confessions of praise. I would even love to impress the unbelieving world with the cheerfulness of my daily conversation. I love that description. In the Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, we are told the maiden mercy laughed in her sleep and no wonder for her, for she dreamed of Jesus and my joy will be no less than hers as joy 
as long as my beloved Savior is the theme of my daily thoughts. The Lord Jesus is a deep sea of joy, and it is into the sea my soul will dive and be swallowed up in the delights of his fellowship. Just as Sarah gazed lovingly at her son Isaac and laughed with rapturous joy with all her friends, you, my soul, look upon your Jesus and call heaven and earth to unite with you in your inexpressible and glorious joy. Wow, that's a lot of a lot of joy, which I, I can say, I mean, I was pretty joyous before, even in my sinful self. <laughs> but I, I can honestly say that there's a lot more joy. I, I have fewer uh, times of, uh, of, of any kind of despair because of nonsense or that suddenly something changes or plans change or something like that. Um, it, it's just like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm going to move on. But it, it really, I, I, it's, it does um, uh, also come to me when people, uh, when I'm discussing with people about my walk with, with God. What the, comes? The, the joy? The, the joy in the, in the, I'm just so happy. Mm. And when you and I talk about our relationship or when, um, you know, when we're apart, you know, just, just knowing that we have God making us still make, keeping us connected, even though we're apart. It's just, I don't know. I, I've never felt anything like it. Oh. It's a, it is joyful, um, a joyful way of living uh, when you're living with God. Amen. Yeah. So for me, this comparison to Sarah, I didn't get it until the second reading, but I really like this comparison because, uh, what made her laugh, what the scripture is about, is that she was so old um, when she had Isaac that it was, it was basically ridiculous. And so she said, all my friends, everybody who finds this out is going to laugh with me because it is so ridiculous. Right. So it was that deliverance. It was that blessing that came to her so late in her life um, that just brought her that much laughter and joy. And it suddenly reminded me of my coming of faith because I was relatively older. I had left Islam after so many years. And I think the community that I was a part of, it was very, I'm sorry to say, but it's very cult-like. It's, it's kind of like the Mormons. It's kind of, it's very um, insular. You know, mm. nobody leaves. And if you leave, you're just exiled. Uh, and I think they thought I was going to self-destruct. You know, because a couple of really bad things happened to me that were like even in the news, you know, so yeah. I think that they thought, oh, wow, she's really taking a nosedive, yeah. you know, but it's it's amazing that God gave me the last laugh, yep. you know, is that is and I totally relate to what Sarah is saying here, which is like everybody will look and laugh with me because I I got the joy of the Lord. <laughs> and I love that. I love that. You know, and I, I also like when you're talking to uh, people. So we uh, happen to meet somebody who's um, Persian today. Yes. And um, and there is this instant connection that oh. it seemed that you guys have. I mean, not only just that you were, you know, she's half Persian, but that you were uh, had that re that relationship. But there are some things that are in the Persian culture. <laughs> oh, that's the one you're gonna bring up. <laughs> that um, yeah, that, we're not nurse mothers, that's for sure. But but you guys found, you know, but with with Christ, and that's kind of the what I got from it from the two of you talking, is that that has made a difference. That it may yeah, not be sure. culturally, uh, you familiar. know, familiar. <laughs> that but even even God can break through th things that are that yeah. are cultural. Uh, we even talk about um, generational curses that could be broken. Yes. The, the power of having the Holy Spirit can, can make that uh, make make a very big difference in that. Absolutely. Did you see that uh, instantly in the? I mean, the two of you. I mean, I thought had an instant connection. Yes, I but, liked her. Yeah, she, she was, was very, very nice. This is at my daughter's promotion from eighth grade to uh, to high school. She graduated. Yeah, she's today. her church mentor, basically her mm -hmm. small group leader. And um, so I asked her. If she spoke Persian. She didn't. But um, just just her listening to her walk and her experience with her child and then now making the decision to homeschool. And she's like, it's so funny because I'm not a kid person. And 
it's so weird to be called to homeschool. Like what, like I'd be the last person on earth that God would say, okay, you're going to homeschool. And I'm like, ah, I hear you. And Andy's (laughs) laughing going, what is this a cultural thing? Like, what are you you guys just don't do kids? Is that what it is? Well, I caught my attention. She says, well, you know, I just don't like kids. And yes, she has two kids and she's a group leader for a group of kids. Yes. And then she's going to be homeschooling. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, the Lord told me basically kids. Your ministry is kids. She's like, okay. He told me the same thing. I left, you know, so God has a sense of humor too. That's the theme today. Uh, I love it when people do things that are, that are seemingly the opposite of, of yes, who they are. That's uh, what the Lord does. I remember when I was playing ice hockey and I was playing hockey with some of the mighty ducks or they used to be called the mighty ducks. Now they're the nine ducks. And there used to be a guy by the name of Stu Grimson. He's, I mean, he's not, he's still with us. I think he didn't die. Oh, okay. He did. <laughs> But he played on the Ducks and he was known for being a fighter. And he was a fighter. He was a, a he was, um, they called him the Grim Reaper. Oh, yeah. Stu Grimson. Grim Reaper. Oh, nice. He would, he would, he would get in a fight at the drop of a hat or drop <laughs> no, of a glove. That's why he liked hockey. Yeah. But uh, one of his things, and then another guy named Patrick Ewan, not Patrick Ewing, that's a basketball player. Ewan is his last name, but I can't remember what his first name is. But both of them were fighters and both of them wrote children's books. Oh, my goodness. I know. <laughs> that you never know <laughs> and i remember talking about that and they go i know but we just we love kids we love you know the, the, one of their favorite parts was uh uh being a, a professional hockey player would be meeting children and uh wow. you know signing their hockey sticks and and then they would write books but they were just great guys super so super funny. nice but the guy's nickname was Stu uh the grim reaper <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> awesome guy. All hockey players that I've met have been really, really awesome. But um, now I really did love that moment where you guys were meeting. And it's so funny that this comes up because there, there it is in the midst of something that would normally not be joyous, you know, in both your lives that you guys both have created joy. Amen. It, it, later on, she looks like she might've been a little bit older too. Not old, yeah. not as old as me. No, but Emma she seemed like she had children late. But, I, but that's, I think that's the beautiful thing of, of being in a relationship with God, that he can make even the most difficult situations uh, more joyous. Absolutely. And then also remind you to be joyous when you don't want to be Absolutely. in your flesh. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love the way Spurgeon at the end of this goes through this list of things like, I wish I could do these things. I wish I, wish I had this wonderful um, expression on my face and I would say nice things to people and... Uh, here it is. I desire that whoever would hear from um, hear of my salvation would laugh for joy with me. I would surprise my family with how much peace I had. <laughs> I would delight my friends with my ever increasing happiness and edify the church with my grateful confessions of praise. I would even love to impress the unbelieving world with the cheerfulness of my daily conversation. But if I'm not able to do those things, at least I have the joy of the Lord. Oh, man. That is awesome. So I think that, that was funny. Um, where else can this make a difference? Uh, obviously with family, but um, the, uh, the office or in the business place, a boss or a, a, uh, you know, a leader, a manager, you know, that would make a heck of a lot of difference coming into the office uh, and just have, um, you know, that, 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 that makeover that God gives you. So you, 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 you're not, you know, maybe not born again, you know, on Friday when you leave the office, something happens on Saturday where you, you've run into somebody and they, 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 uh, you know, give you the word or give you some bit of scripture and then it, it, it hits them or they go to church at Calvary Chapel, June Hills. And they, they go, I'm going forward. I'm going to give my life to Jesus Christ. Yes. And then on Monday, a completely remade person with joy walks in the office. Yes. How beautiful that would be. Amen. I know that you often talk about this, that there was a time where they thought that you, when you were working in government, that there was some difficulty maybe working with you because you were the meanest person. They you were the meanest person. <laughs> I actually could you, could you imagine up, that happening to you? I actually ended up working for a woman that was meaner than me. What? what? Like people, my friends told me, Oh my God, you have met your match. She is meaner than you. <laughs> And she scared the daylights out of me. I will never forget. And I told my friend who got me the job, 
you didn't tell me how scary this woman is. And she's like, I thought you could handle it. And I was like, oh my God, like I have <laughs> never experienced it. it. Really, she's notorious in DC. I mean, very few people could work for her. I couldn't make it more than six months. It was so difficult, but- um, Did it change the way, did it change your? No, <laughs> it just scared me. It just scared, didn't tell me, wow, you should probably give that a thought. I mean, because before Jesus, there's no introspection. Everything is everybody else's fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm tough because I'm strong. I'm tough because I need to be. And, you know, you make all these excuses for yourself. It's always somebody else's fault. It's not until you meet Jesus that you have a repentant and a humble heart. Um, you know, and I love Dixie's like, I needed to be reminded to be joyful today. And I was telling Andy the same thing. Like, I was just... I'm just so cranky around my daughter these days that like, I just, um, I have to constantly <laughs> tell myself to be joyful. Cause I just, it's just such a bad witness. It's such a bad witness to people around us when we, um, when we don't express joy, because then they look at us and think whatever you're selling, I ain't buying. Mm. Yeah. Dixie wants to know if that, if that was Pelosi that was meaner than you. Oh no, I can't. <laughs> I would repeat her name and I was working for the conservatives. So um, I would repeat her name, but if, who, who knows if I, somebody would, somebody might hear this and tell her. So it wasn't, it wasn't a lib. No, no, what? she was conservative. You a, know, an angry still, conservative. She's still quite famous. Actually, she's a rhino, but she's still quite oh, famous. Well, that makes total sense then. <laughs> Ryan, I dislike rhinos more than just straight. Libs. Uh, uh, they really upset me. Ira says, I'm sure the Chick-fil-A just thought of joy the Lord right now. Uh, she loved the article and have shared it with her friends. Thank oh, you, Iris. Nice. So Iris is talking about your article in the Christian Post today. Yes, my article in the Christian Post. It was about the insidious financial web that Chick-fil-A has gotten itself into in the billion-dollar leftist empire to fund the anti-Christian crusade of theirs. The, you know, everything that is um, the antithesis of the values that we hold dear, whether it's children, uh, trans, sexual, you know, the LGBTQ, uh, castrating children, you name it. They just give billions. I'm not talking millions, billions of dollars to these campaigns and Chick-fil-A has joined their cabal to fund these projects, which is horrific, sad. It's probably to keep them off their backs. Yeah. Probably a payoff. Yeah. <clears throat> Kareen has a good question. She says, what do you think the difference is between joy and happiness? So I hear this described sometimes and um, it may be, and it may be because sometimes Christians, we get a little snooty about, we get very like particular about words, <laughs> but some say like, I, I've, heard, I've heard this before. People are like, don't say happiness. It's joy. Joy comes from the Lord. Happiness is an emotion. So that's the way I've heard it described is happiness is a temporary thing. It's something that comes and goes with circumstances. Mm -hmm. But joy is something deep seated that comes from the Lord. It's a it's kind of like a gift um, that comes over us that happens regardless of our circumstances. So we can have joy in our circumstances, even when they're difficult or trying, as opposed to happy only happy when things are going well does joy necessarily mean like oh she said oh my god perfect <laughs> thank you <laughs> does joy uh, mean app you know it doesn't necessarily mean that you're walking around laughing all the time no it, it, it just means that you're not in despair it's just this contentment yeah. i mean how do you describe it's that... how do you describe what the lord gives you it's this i know he's got me i know i'm gonna mm -hmm. get through whatever it is because he's with me um i know my end is with him. And so there's just, it's a peace, a contentment. All that wrapped together is, is joy. Right. And you can fake happiness. You can fake happiness. My daughter does that all the time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you can see it. I, I love it. I, I love seeing people's faces, not just my child's, but um, when they, they meet, hi, and they've got this big old happiness face on like this. And as soon as the person out is out of eye shut, they go, their face goes back to right. angry, like resting snotty, resting bee face. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like this uh, 
what uh, Carrie says. How about I'm tough because everybody else is incompetent? <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's it. I got to whip them into shape. That's how you felt in the FBI? Yes. No, it was it was my it was more in the oh, the FBI was a was an interesting place. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get anybody to work. I mean, like it was nobody did more than they were they had to or they were required to do mm. or what the rules said they would do. Like nobody but my boss wanted to color outside the lines. Mm. Yeah, it was it was terrible. I want to say hi to Rob Alwyn really quick. He is the uh, creator of uh, uh, um, like <laughs> Life Wise. I don't know. I just had a really quick brain fart. I got a little okay. nervous. That my, I had got nervous that my boss was on something. Oh, look at that! Life Wise. He's the creator of Life Wise. Um, How cool! And, uh, he's on watching. Nice to see you. I'm so sorry. Yay. I had a brain fart. Rob, did Andy tell you he lost 14 pounds on the carnivore diet? <laughs> yes, I did a show on hey rob and he's saying god bless y'all uh, I, I did too. a show on the benefits of having good uh, uh, uh products like lifewise provides nice. ones where i can get some sleep and then get a boost in the morning of, of clarity that's the name of the product clarity nice. and then restore helps me with my 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 aches and pains when you when you begin to feel better it makes you want to be even more healthy Yes. And so when I take sleep at night, I sleep a full night's sleep. And when I wake up, I get kicking. And then I go to the gym and then you brought this carnivore diet to my attention. I go, yeah, let's try it because I was feeling pretty good. Right. And, now, and now it just sends you to that next level. Yeah. So now I got sleep. I got clarity. My aches and pains are gone and I've lost 16 pounds. How many yes. pounds? 14. 14 pounds. Uh, <laughs> forgot how many pounds I lost. I'm shooting for 16 pounds, yeah. uh, but lost 14 pounds. And it, it, all those things are connected. Um, and so I, I find it uh, outstanding. So look for the link in uh, the description that says uh, livelifewise.tv. Click on that link and uh, you can learn more about the products that I'm talking about and become a founder with me and Rob. Rob's actually a founder and the creator. Yay. I'm just a founder. There you go. Yeah, I'm not as. Uh, Dixie's upset. She just got mad today. Oh. oh, you know, I hear you, sister. I know the feeling. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's a perimenopausal thing, too. <laughs> it's oversharing, but the hormones are going all over the place, too. So I feel like every day I'm like crying. I'm angry. I'm like, I got to stop this. I got to stop. I got to keep my wits about me, Jesus. I'm sorry. Uh, and then she said, isn't that every job? Nobody ever wants to do more. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then when you're oh, in a gosh. What they call a paramilitary organization. Nobody wants to color outside the lines. Nobody wants to take any risks. Nobody wants mm. to do things that they're not supposed to or that are somewhat sketchy, which we were trying to do all the time. Um, so I'm not wasn't so used right. to it. Oh my gosh. Same thing. I, I found it really odd. I mean, we had we were getting paid a, a pretty i mean people often say cops aren't paid enough we're not paid enough but we got paid a lot a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> for not getting paid um and uh it was shocking as as time went on now in the 80s when i started i know i started in the 80s 80s there there was a little bit more of a a, a higher work ethic i would yeah, say where sure. guys would work you know show up a little bit early and then leave late but not and not put in overtime slips it just wasn't what you did even I mean, if you work 15 minutes overtime or 30 minutes overtime, you just wouldn't put an overtime slip. Right. It, it seemed petty, right? But as then we came into the 90s, and then the younger kids would start coming in, and it was like, well, I'm not working a minute overtime of overtime without putting. Same in, in every profession. Go, My dad had that problem. What is in the wrong with field? you? What what is, what's 15 minutes? I mean, it's one of the things that you show that you love the job, and you show your boss. It's just like you want to provide the uh, the services without always asking for something. something. We had guys that would wear their uniform home so they could stop at Denny's to get a free meal off duty. Yeah. And then on the way to work, they'd wear their uniform so they could stop at some of the other places where they could get free meals. Absolutely. And I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> well, my dad was 60 years old trying to hire an associate that was 25 right out of medical school. And the first thing they would say is, I don't work weekends. <laughs> and my dad's like, so I'm going to do the weekends. He's like, the whole reason I'm hiring you is so you you start to do the weekends. I'm 60, you know, none of them, none of them, not a single one would ever work weekends. Wow. It is. I, I need to have a good work balance, uh, uh, life, life work balance. <laughs> My dad hated that. <laughs> yes. Dixie, you could tell us what you were mad about. Dixie wants to vent. 
<laughs> Ukraine's a, uh, ex. Oh, sorry. Uh, who? What? Sorry. Uh, Kareem. Ex FBI and an ex cop. Yeah, are yeah. we funny? Yeah. Yeah. We're a hoot. Yeah, we wrestle. <laughs> I, I throw it out at handcuffer just for fun. No, no. That's all the family secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Joy is my name, and Cynthia means radiant. My middle name is Joy. It is who I am in Christ. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yes, that's beautiful. It is awesome. Because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's fun. Um, let's hear what uh, Jim Ryman has to say, and then we have to get to the scripture, in case you've forgotten. I never forget. Okay, <laughs> Jim Ryman says, Our Lord has given us all we need in Jesus, and one of his greatest gifts is deep abiding joy, even during the most difficult times. Perhaps it is, this is why we are told the joy of the Lord is your strength. And once our trial has ended, that joy should increase even more. This brings to mind the inexpressible and glorious joy of the Israelites as they returned to Jerusalem from captivity. The following is a song of ascent sung by them as they ascended the mountains around Jerusalem and climbed the steps of the temple itself. When the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like men who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our, tongue, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in the Negev. Those who sow tears will reap, will reap with songs of joy. He who goes out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with him. That's Psalm 126. Father, may your joy be truly evident in me. And may it overflow to others. Mm -hmm. Oh, so important. May it be evident in me and overflow to others. I'm going to do that every day with everyone. Have your joy overflow into them? Yes. Wow. That'd be awesome. <laughs> what does Dixie have to say? She heard something. Yes. She heard and read that Operation Underground Railroad is under criminal investigation. Tim Ballard, after all he has done... And I'm not surprised considering what he's exposing, but I'm still mad about it. Ooh, you know nothing about that. At least I don't. Do you know anything about oh. that? Wow. I thought you were going to be able to pull that off. No, I have not. I know. I know a lot of things, Schnugs, but I don't know that one. I don't either. I'm sorry, Dixie. I feel really ignorant right now. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to know. Oh, that's why she's mad. Yeah. She, oh, I got it. Uh, and Corrine says that was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, All Jim. Right. Scripture. Okay, can you do a little button pressing? It's sure. Sideways. Genesis 2, 21, 6. Sarah said, God has brought me laughter, and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. Psalm 136, 23. He remembered us in our low estate. His love endures forever. First Samuel 2, 1. And then Hannah prayed, and this Hannah was the uh, mother of Samuel, gave birth to Samuel, and she was barren for many years. And then the Lord told her that she would give birth to Samuel. Then Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth speaks boldly against my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. And then it's Luke. Luke 1, 77 through 79. To give his, this is about John the Baptist being born, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. So this was a description about John the Baptist foretelling the coming of Jesus. So by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh. First Peter. First one Peter eight. one eight. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Ain't that the truth? Thank you, Jesus. <sighs> though you do not see him, you love him. Yeah. Oh, you cheated. You did see him a little bit. I did. But I was I was just thinking about the the incredible, um, incredible difference or how different it feels 
from again that period of time when I was just a Christian in name only, walking around the church, thinking that I was walking with God, right, and born again when I actually wasn't, to when you are. the The difference is is that in in that twenty years of uh, of walking around this church and believing that I was a Christian, I was constantly seeking God, seeking Christ, seeking his love. I was like, it was almost like I was, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christian, but yet I, I'm, I'm still looking for his love. Yes. Once you are truly born again and walking with Christ, you feel his love. It, it exists. Yeah even though you can't see him. That's what I, was hitting me with that, with that particular verse that you just read, that it's so amazing that even though I can't see him. Oh, and, and that's what you mean. That, okay. it, that the, 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 the being born again is the, the sudden uh, presence of Jesus Christ, of the Holy Spirit, of God, and everything that you do. It's present. There's nothing. There's no doubt in my mind. Because so... I think people that are born again still have doubts, but you don't. So no. that's amazing. No. That's pretty cool. That is. <laughs> uh, like she asked us to read uh, oh. Luke again. So uh, this is about John the Baptist, starting with to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. Mm, who was that that asked? Uh, uh, it was Kareem. Kareem. Nice. Oh, and Dixie, sorry, we do know. This is the movie, this is the story of the guy who was um, helping tra traffic kids. And The Sound of Freedom, we were going to see it, but it was very difficult for you. Oh. So, yes, we didn't know yeah. his name. We have definitely heard the story, but we did not know what's happening right now that you said that they're trying to get him in trouble. Mm. Yeah, as far as the movie's concerned, just uh, I was, uh, you know, you know, police officer for 21 years. And there's a couple of things that I was involved in uh, investigations and calls that I went to. And they've they've caused me to have a little bit of difficulty watching movies that involve kids. And I, I want to see this movie. <laughs> I do want to see it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to gather the, the. I don't know what it take. What, what I need to gather the. I don't know. Oomph, the. The courage. I should have the courage because God gives me courage. But I don't know. I, I just don't know have. If it's I, courage. I don't know. My, it's just been hard. My oldest daughter, she knows. She'll, she'll tell me. She goes, "Oh, I saw this movie, but you can't see it." <laughs> oh, because she's seen. I I believe I I I have to get out of the room. Um, but it is one of those difficult things. I was also in sex crimes as a detective, which uh, involved a lot of child molestation. So, <clears throat> yeah, I want it, but I want to see it. It, it, it <laughs> I want. It's one of those weird things, isn't it? Yeah. Dixie says. Uh. So yes. So she was explaining that she was shocked that we didn't know, and he was on Flashpoint. With Jim, Kevy, uh, Kev, yeah, because uh, Jim, I can't know how, to, I can't remember how you pronounce that last Kevizel. name, but Kavizel, mm -hmm. yes, and he's the star. And David's on. Hey, happy David, Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, David. Happy Father's Day to you too. Nice. That's coming up, isn't it? Yes, Sunday. <laughs> We're gonna go get another steak. I, oh, good. <laughs> Haven't had enough steaks lately. <laughs> I may let you put some shrimps on it. What do you guys recommend is the best local steakhouse? Mm. Let's see what, what people's opinions are. Yeah. And uh, Corrine says she wants that. Mm. Yep. That that feeling. The feeling of, that I have that he's, he's just present. Now, David's a, a gentleman who knows me from my the old Andy. Which I'm not. I mean, there's, I mean, uh, he, he knows some pretty dark times <laughs> um and what's tartan room um, oh steak steakhouse oh, um i've never heard of that and yet during that time uh with they, they david knows that uh again it's just this walking around calling myself a christian but yet not not doing anything really christian hardly 
I mean, on Sundays for about an hour and a half, however long services to a Friday Bible, men's Bible study, or maybe even a Thursday, you know, Bible study. Yeah. Um, and so he's, he's witnessed that part of it, but then you, you make this uh, realization that number one, you're not walking with God. There is a realization there. There is this time when you're so many things are happening that are just devastating to your life. The destruction of business and family and, and, and at everything. At some point you got to realize. Yeah. At some point you're going, okay, none of that is, none of this is working. <laughs> and what is the difference? What, what, what is the, what is what not? What is the difference? What is the, what is the constant in the scenario? You. How'd you know? <laughs> the constant in the scenario is me and my flesh yes. and the decisions I make and the things that I do and the, the recklessness of, of my, how I my carry dad, out. God rest his soul. He used to say that to me whenever I'd be like, I'm going to move her. He's like, you know, you take you with you. <laughs> That's all he would say. Yes. That's it right there. Mic drop. But then, then something happens. You know, once you ask for repentance and, and ask for forgiveness and, oh no, you repent and ask for forgiveness and, uh, and just cry out and, um, he shows you a new way. And then suddenly the indwelling of the Holy Spirit changes everything. Isn't that amazing? Isn't it amazing? Once Jesus is in you, it's a lot harder uh, for that flesh. And it does, it's not that it doesn't, it's not that my, my, my mind goes in these other places like Jack, actually Jack Gibbs talks about this a lot, all the time. Because I'm still that I'm still, you know, in my flesh, a sinless, a sinful person, but it's the Holy Spirit. It puts a cap on that. Put a cap on that. On that, on that man that I used to be. Yes. And uh, so difficult um, to explain to people. And it's so difficult. Um, I think for men in, in, the, in, the, in, because they think that they have to give up fun, they have to give up their, you know, what makes them happy. It's so much happier being with God than it is to be without God. Yes. Because uh, uh, he's amazing. He makes your life so much more. He's, th this, being a slave to God is so freeing. I'm going <laughs> to use that. I just made that up. Schnooks. Uh, the ranch for sure. If you get, oh, Corrine's yeah. voting for the ranch. Yeah. We, take a, we took out a mortgage, a second mortgage on our house to go to the ranch. <laughs> I guess now we eat a lot. Now we probably wouldn't sp uh, split that yeah, steak. Yeah, that's the problem. Now we're going to have to, we're going to buy two steaks. Uh, maybe I should reconsider. <laughs> we used to split steaks because we'd have the other all shenanigans. The, all yeah. the sides. Yeah. That's uh, an orange. The tartan room. Tartan room, yep. You, we haven't been, have we? Nope. I've heard of it. I've not even ever been You've there. You've never been? No. <gasps> I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. What does Cindy hard, uh, Cindy have to say? It's so hard to say. I want to say Cindy Joy. There are some movies that she has trouble watching watching because of her past. Yeah, I get yep. that too. There's some movies I don't want to watch and I'm I'm not going there. I'm not watching them. So the fact that Andy was not comfortable watching it, I didn't have a problem with that at all. So mm. I don't think you should put you should push yourself. It's just a movie. Mm. I mean, you can hear the story of, you know, whatever fabulous things this guy's doing without having watching it play out on a screen. Uh, Dixie says I literally just said that to my husband today <laughs> problem is many people uh, can you click that on so, uh, many people don't realize they are the constant in their story yeah my teenage daughter very much so does, does not understand that she's the only constant in the story like 500 people just suck but no they're all doing it to me Corrine says no sharing at the ranch no share. We used to share all the time. Yeah, we used to share. But not on the carnivore diet. Jan French says she was busy at her grandson's graduation. <laughs> oh, my. From preschool. Oh, my Lord. If I had to be going to graduation since preschool with Andy and this five gener, I would kill myself. I would slit my throat. I'm so glad I'm starting once they're teenagers. <laughs> I'm so proud of you to go to the junior high promotion. I fell asleep, you know. I know. I'm just, I was happy you were did there. You, did you feel my head It was head at Friends Church, heavy? by the way. What? Did you feel my head get heavy? Yes. Yeah, your head gets very heavy when you fall asleep. <laughs> but it wasn't long. It was but preschool graduation. Come on, Jen. <laughs> but I get, you know, it's your grand grandson. I'd probably go to my grandson's uh, preschool graduation. You think? Yeah. 
because it's cute. The preschool's cute. I I wouldn't mind like doing preschool then high school, but skip all the little dumb stuff. By the time I have a, a grandson, it may be my last opportunity to go to any graduation. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Corinne agrees. Graduations are brutal, crowded, and long. Yeah, uh, it's all pretty fast. It's pretty good. Uh, Corinne, do you have any kids that are in the PYLUSD? Because uh, being in Placentia, I'm not sure if you've uh, uh, been aware of any of my rants at the school board or anything like that. I'm just wondering. I totally have uh, I guess I'm wondering if that's how we know each other. Or she just just because follows have... your rants. <laughs> Oh, one of the, I love it. The, uh, when these things happen, like the last meeting I was at, it's some, some person, let's see, I was going to call her a name, uh, took a picture of me and then wrote something on Twitter that I was, a uh, what's she, I'm gross or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Ew, gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't need you to find me attractive. That's so childish. It was oh, actually, Andy, you're so gross. It was actually one of my nicer talks that I gave at the school board meeting. My oh, really? my public comment was that, you know, the teacher who was teaching about homosexual sexual, you know, activity, the one that got caught on video. Oh, you know, Zara, like they all point out it whenever she's on campus. Like, oh. oh, look at she's here today. Oh, what's she doing here? She coming back? Like, it's like the gossip of the school. Every day they see her. Oh, <laughs> it's like, it's like the teacher's back. Well, they see her. She comes, picks up stuff. Oh, around. they probably have her in the uh, rubber room. Oh, like they don't know. They, they, they got to pay her or something. There, there's this thing when you have uh, tenure oh. as a teacher in an under contract, you, they can't, it's hard to fire them, Yeah. but they won't put them back in the classroom with somebody. So they have to, they, they call it the rubber room. <laughs> like I think that's room? what they call it. Yeah, they just put them in a room and they sit there for. Their, I think we've seen her go into that room every day. Oh yeah. Yeah, we catch her in the mornings. Yeah, and then that's it, and the, and then the school's over, and then some of them they get, then the. And then they know, come back with. Back in the rubber room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, my she my talk was it. my talk was just that because everybody's going, well, she's lovely and she she helped me and she was loving on me and there's a you know it's a kid that's transitioning you know. And I and they go, I, do you not see the, the, the issues? But my, my talk was just that even when we love somebody, even when we think somebody is a good person, but then they do wrong, like my kids, they still have to be punished. Yeah, we're not saying she's a bad person. No, she might not be a bad person. Yeah. She's just misguided. And yeah. she did something, something very stupid. And she needs to, discipline there's a discipline for it. for it. That's all I said. So how am I gross for saying that? I don't know. Come on, Schnogs, answer me. I don't know. Yeah, but it's hard for you to I, say, think that because you love me. Because I love you. And I just don't I just don't understand why some other woman's criticism of you, like how deep is your intellect that your criticism is ew, you're gross. What are you, 12? <laughs> that, in the in the person she's a teacher. Yeah. She's a uh, elementary school teacher. So deep. Yeah. So like, we have great teachers in the PYLS too. We do have some great teachers, great. but we have we're, a couple. We're falling behind. Oh, sorry. sorry. I know it's all about you, Schnooks. <laughs> Chances it was a big deal. They had caps and gowns, and they what? were singing about Jesus. Oh, my God. I want to see some pictures of that, Jan. Oh, my gosh. Please tell me you're going to post yeah, them the on Facebook. the parents had to pay for these caps and gowns, and yes, probably twice, uh, you know. Oh, and okay. Corrine does go to the meetings. She said you were gross. Oh. No, not Corrine, but she knows the lady who said you were gross. <laughs> One granddaughter graduated last year from Valencia, and now another granddaughter is going to be a junior at Eldo, and it goes on uh -huh. and on all the way down to two years old. Oh, wow. My son's going to be a junior and our daughter is going to be a junior yeah. at Aldo, um, next year. Nice. Why don't they know each other? Why don't they know the meadows? It's so true. Probably Dixie, not the meadows because it's Dixie's like, <laughs> it matters to the children who is there. I actually remember who was and who wasn't mm. there. Almost like everything else I did as a kid. Me and Andy say that too. Like remembering my dad wasn't at my baptism or my band concerts or right. choir. Oh my God, you're singing Andy's song. My dad wasn't at anything. I think he showed up to my law school graduation, um, but I didn't. Wow. Yeah. Nothing through the other elementary high school. Nope. Because you didn't have middle school. No, right. Just elementary high school wow. undergrad. Yeah. Nope. Um, and you're right, though. We do remember. We like we literally have a checklist in our heads of what, <laughs> what, it, what people came to and didn't came to. Oh, didn't come to. Yeah. 
Bye yeah, bye, Judy. Judy. Judy's the lady's name who posted my picture. Oh. Her last name, I don't think, is Booty, though. But I think, I don't think. That's, it, her, it Twitter, her. that's her tweet name? Wow, did you, you see Tucker today? No, I got to see it. Oh, my God. He's on fire. I love Tucker. Well, he, he points out this crazy story about what happened at Fox, that they fired the producer who said um, that a, uh, that Biden was the um, wannabe dictator. Did you hear this story? No. Oh, my God. It's a crazy story. So they had one screen had Trump and one screen had Biden. They were both at two different events. And it says the wannabe dictator puts his only opposition in prison was the Chiron. Oh. And it was up for 30 seconds. And they fired him. He had to resign. Oh, yeah. And they but and they had being, to apologize. He's and, being truthful. Yeah. Well, people, <laughs> the media flipped out. They wanted them to take their press credit credentials oh, away my and gosh. ban them from the military. And what do they call conservatives? What do they call? It? <laughs> it's just so crazy. <laughs> or they call parents. They're calling us terrorists, but they can't. Call, they can't say the truth about Biden. No. <laughs> right. Dixie's like, gee, maybe if I graduated college, you might have shown up. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny, Dixie. One thing before we leave, I, I know it's time for us to get off, but um, we, uh, Hedy and I were talking about having a an oh, insert yeah. show, like the insert that you have on a on a Sunday yeah. newspaper. You know, the newspaper like the runs throughout LA the week, magazine. and then Sunday that has a special insert. Yes. So we're thinking about calling it uh, live, "Living a Fearless Life" show. Uh, where we talk about uh, current events because yeah. we end up doing that on this show. And if we could kind of stick to the devotional because Hedy likes to go off script and talk about a whole bunch of other stuff I know, and, and, right? I, and then I have to reel her in. <laughs> <laughs> so what we were thinking is once a week we would do a, uh, and a, it, some of it would be based on your articles on the Christian post, yes. like the most current one or any other things like Tucker Carlson or what's happening in our world. that yes. is not related to the devotional. So we would like it's to get basically your us ranting about politics. Yeah. So we'd love your opinion on that. If you think you guys would like that, just put in the comments, uh, whether you're watching live or the replay, let us know if you think you would like us to do a little insert show once a week that would um, be mostly on, on that kind of thing. Yes. Hedia with her uh, Washington DC experience and me with, uh, I don't know. Everything else. Yeah. <laughs> you complete me. <laughs> all the other stuff that i do all right well we got one i knew vote. they would and dixie said i knew Iris they would fire Kane. them i told ed earlier that guy got fired what uh, guy the guy at fox oh oh really oh my god i that's so crazy to me that he would be fired over a chiron that's so wild i don't know how i missed that well we don't watch fox anymore i mean barely uh, uh, oh no you just have to watch uh oh no you probably didn't pay attention you didn't notice you just gotta listen to tucker Oh, because when I saw it, I go, well, okay. it was a 30 second clip. Nobody paid any attention to it. No. Oh. But yeah, everybody. It made flew it up in. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> made the lips crazy. How could you call him a dictator? <laughs> a man walking around in a woman's dress claiming in a, in a uniform. What is that? The, 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 I forget the admiral that they have that comes up and talks about health. Oh, the surgeon general. <laughs> the surgeon general. Is it a guy? Or is it a dude? Or it's a dude a... dressed up as a woman in a, in a uniform. Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> but that's that's you no know, nobody. Oh, we're supposed to ignore that and say, oh, that's totally normal. That's okay. In our day, people <laughs> didn't do that at Nick's company. Or the ball-headed guy with red lipstick that stole the dresses from the airports. <laughs> stole that, the dresses from the airports. <laughs> that's okay. That's totally normal, Schnugs. And he was in charge of like nuclear uh codes, codes and yeah. stuff like that or something nuclear uh, waste yeah. disposal or no, something? We, we we ignore that stuff sorry so that's what our yeah. other show this is what our other show would be all about <laughs> yeah as if you guys don't get enough of this elsewhere but we just thought we'd add to the mix i already said counter in oh good good dixie says she's uh not not 100 sure well she likes the idea but she's busy dixie's busy <laughs> We all have a lot to do. <laughs> you said she's, man, she's been missing out on us too. So she's glad she caught us live. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, you'd think we'd be able to schedule a time that we go live, but we, we haven't been able to figure that out yet. We keep talking about it. I saw somebody. We, we've else had several meetings on it in the production uh, meetings that we have. 
the production meetings you and I you Yeah. Oh. Over you know, the whole minutes. team. The whole team. Schnugs. The team. Yeah, the team of people that we have behind the scenes. Uh, Our producers. Our producers. <laughs> hey, producers. Our makeup artists. Yes. All right. Everybody's yes. Okay. All right, good. We don't have a Rupert to worry about, but he, uh, yeah. Who's Rupert? He owns Fox. Oh, yeah, no. Him and his son. I don't think it was Rupert. Mm. It's, his, it's his weird sons. They just don't like, and it's actually their boss, the lady, the head lady. Uh, she's, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's they a piece her. of work. They hate her guts. Yeah, uh, I've met her too. She's Carrie said she nice. loved Shadrach's message last night. Oh, I didn't see it yet. We, we didn't see it either. We missed it, Carrie. We're yeah. going to go back and see it. No, Thank you for reminding us. We'll have to watch it. All right, my friends, we've had enough. We got to go. <laughs> we love you. Thank you for entertaining us. Right. You guys are awesome. And don't forget to go to the Real Life Network. And again, if you're not, I mean, even if, let's just say that you don't want to watch it on Real Life, but still go there, check it out, subscribe, pretend. Subscribe. Do you have to subscribe to each show? I don't know, but do whatever they need you to do. And just that at way, least click it just so click that it. they can get a tally of how many people clicked yes, it. Say, That'd hey, be awesome. People are watching the show. They, they, they like it. Yeah, Eddie and Andy aren't so nuts. Yeah, we got a couple. Uh, comment. Yes, the insert program would be great. Oh, nice. Sorry. I, you, I, I added great. Cindy meant to say great. <laughs> <laughs> and Car uh, Corrine, then thank you for joining us. We're glad to have you. Thank you. Uh, have and... a great rest of your weekend. We'll, we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. All right, my friends. Love you. We love you guys. God bless. So now I'm having problems with my, yeah, with just, my just push Up there. I don't All know right. what you're doing. Here we go. Goodbye. God bless.